Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Jackie Minsky Show. If you are new, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're with me for a while, thank you so much for coming back. Today is October 10th. It is Mental Health Awareness Day. Today is super, super important because if you look on social media all over the internet, most people really shy away from talking about these kinds of things. And everybody's acting like, everything is fine. But the truth is we all go through struggles. We all in some some capacity deal with mental health. And so I really want to talk about it today and little things that really have helped me in in my journey with mental health. Now, I've, you know, if you've listened to me for a while, you know, me personally, I've experienced trauma in my life. And sometimes that trauma really causes me to have certain reactions and triggers to some situations. And therefore, my mental health sometimes really gets at an all time, all time low. You know, sometimes I even procrastinate. And in my opinion, procrastination is a trauma response. It's my body's response to trauma and pain. And I don't want to do anything. I simply don't want to move. I don't feel productive. I close up and I internally really struggle with getting things done. And I've learned what really works for me is just being gentle with myself. So if you're someone listening and you struggle with mental health, the first thing I want you to understand is just be gentle with yourself. Don't, you know, there used to be a time when when that would happen to me and I would procrastinate and, and I would freeze and my body would just not want to do anything, like nothing. Like I would just self-sabotage because that was my comfort zone. So what I will tell you is going easy on yourself is so important. Nowadays, if I feel myself getting sad or something's taking over my thoughts, I go easy on myself by saying, it's okay. It's okay to feel this way. And when I go easy and I'm gentle with myself, that makes me personally be able to take the next step. And what I started to do is have an internal dialogue with myself and conversation. And I'll ask myself, okay, this is how I'm feeling. What in this moment would make me feel better? And sometimes it's so simple as just get up and take a shower. And other times it's just go wash the dishes. And other times it's maybe put away the laundry. You know, it's these little whispers that just tell me I don't need to have it all figured out. Right now, I just need to go gentle and go easy with myself. And it really, really helps. Um, also, what I've learned from me personally, unless you're someone really struggling and if you're having suicidal thoughts, please, you know, call the suicide hotline. I just really want to say this disclaimer. If you're somebody listening and you're really, really struggling, please get professional help. Please, please, please get professional help. But for others who may not be at that point yet, we still suffer with mental health. We still have moments where we all struggle. So for me, besides being gentle with myself, what I've learned is I limit how much I complain. 
Okay, I really want to talk about this because if something's bothering me, me personally, and I'm constantly complaining about it, I'm giving it energy. And then when I get off the phone or after I'm done with that conversation, I just complained some more and I just gave it more energy. And now it's bothering me once I get off the phone. It didn't make me feel better to continue self-sabotaging. And not only was I self-sabotaging, I now included a friend in the conversation, right? What works for me is... I don't complain and it's interesting because some of my friends they know if I go quiet like completely quiet I'm processing stuff and my friends would be like are you okay you've been quiet for a few hours (laughs) if I go quiet that means something chances are I'm processing something I'm getting over something and I don't want to complain to anybody I'm dealing with it myself and I think it's okay to an ex- to an extent, you know, if it gets really bad and 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 only if it gets super bad where I'm really having an anxiety attack and then I need someone to be there on the phone with me, which has happened in the past, but for the most part, so I don't get to that point, I try to tell myself, what can I do in this moment that will make me feel better just in this moment. Sometimes it could be something simple like I said, taking a walk, taking a shower, anything just to have those thoughts that are on replay in my mind, just slowly have less energy over me and less effect on, you know, how I could spiral, how any of us can spiral when we get to that point. And that's why I think this conversation is so important because I don't want people who listen to my podcast and I don't want people who see me on the internet think that I always have it together. When just a few weeks ago, I was crying myself to sleep and waking up at two in the morning. And, you know, (laughs) some people say it's, you know, the dark night of the soul is happening on a collective conscious, you know, level, which is fine. But it doesn't mean that in the moments that we're going through the dark night of our soul, we don't feel alone. We all feel alone in some capacity. So if you're someone listening, guess what? I too sometimes feel alone. Same way you sometimes feel alone. But just have the awareness that in those moments that you're feeling alone, that's the story in your mind. You're really not alone. Even if you have no friends and no family, if you contact someone for help in this world, there will always be someone who's going to be there for you. You're never alone. And, and, and honestly, if you're listening to my podcast and the next time, let's say you're crying and you feel alone, I want you to hear my voice and I want you to know you're not alone. You're not alone. I promise you you're not alone. There's always someone that is going to be there for you. I mean, if you need me, <laughs> just message me on the internet. You know, my DMs are open for anyone that feels alone. And... I just think that it's time that we're honest with each other and we're gentle with ourselves. That's super, super important. And creating boundaries is also important. If you constantly are in in environments or around people and for some reason they're draining your energy, just draw an energetic boundary. Maybe speak to them less or bring the awareness. Now, now what I'm going to say next in the next few moments of the podcast is also super important for mental health. It's besides going gentle with myself, I take, I seriously take inventory of the people in my life. I constantly am 
checking how I feel after a conversation with them. And I don't mean just like one conversation. I'll give it a few conversations and I'll be like, I walked away from that conversation feeling drained. Or I walked away from that interaction feeling positive. Was it positive? Was it negative? Did my inner compass, aka my intuition, say, ugh, that was not a fun conversation or that wasn't a productive conversation. I take inventory of what my soul is speaking to me and saying at this point. And I think that's what we all need to do. Does it excite you or does it drain you? And when you slowly remove the things that drain you, the people that drain you, the conversations that drain you out of your life, slowly your intuition and your higher self starts to help you in the moments where your mental health or your anxiety or something is taking over because now you're trusting yourself to self-soothe instead of going to that conversation or to that negative person who also complains and complaining alongside with them that's not changing a pattern that's not helping you with your mental health right so take inventory of how you feel around who and how and what you talk about right and then just go gentle with yourself you don't have to just start cutting people out of your life drastically just maybe don't pick up the phone maybe tell them you're a little busy you don't have to pick a fight to to get someone out of your life unless it's someone who you know definitely in my situation I had one person just hurt me so much I didn't want to keep in touch so I I made it very clear that I wanted to end that friendship, that was different. That was a very hard boundary, a very hard no, a very hard, this energy just does not belong in my life, get out. But for other energies that you can be civil with, maybe you can grab a coffee with, maybe you could have a lunch or a dinner with, right? But don't get sucked into the negative conversations. They will make an, they will have an effect on your mental health because you're creating a pattern with your neural pathway saying, I have a problem. I need to call someone and complain. I have a problem. I have to call someone and complain. And now you're playing this cycle of, I need to complain. I need to complain. I need to complain. And the more you complain, the more things in your life are happening for you to complain. And then eventually that does again, have an effect on your mental health. Okay. I also think it's super important to know when it's time to talk to someone versus when it's time to talk to self internally. Okay, I'm a big believer of self-soothing because the more you can self-soothe, the more you'll learn to trust yourself. The more you learn to trust yourself and boundaries are so important. If there's someone in your life who doesn't respect your boundaries, I just think it's not acceptable. It's not acceptable at all to have someone in your life who doesn't respect your boundaries. And listen, I've been on the other side of that. If someone gives me or in the past, if someone gives me a boundary, I can't cross it out of respect for them either. Right? I had to learn that too. If someone says, hey, I'm not in the mood right now. I used to take that very personal and I used to get very upset when someone said, hey, I'm not in the mood to chat right now or I'll talk to you later. And I would feel like they're they're targeting me. They don't want to talk to me personally. Until I was the one who learned boundaries. And when I told other people, I'm not in the mood to chat right now, it wasn't directed at them. It was me just self-soothing from people in general. 
So if you're on the other side of it and someone's asking you to respect a boundary, don't take it personal either. Because whenever the person is ready, they will come forward and talk to you. Boundaries are important for mental health. They are so important for your mental health. And really pay attention to what the internal conversation is when you're talking or dealing with a person or after you leave an interaction. That's important. If you're constantly drained, that's not a good, that's just not a good um, connection for you. I'm also super big on meditation and many people ask me all the time, what is meditation? I can't still my mind. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Let's just take a pause for a second. Let's take a deep breath in. Exhale out. <sighs> and let me just talk to you guys about meditation because meditation has been a game changer for my mental health. Now, meditation is not necessarily stilling your mind. It's the awareness of what's going on in your mind. So for me, if I sit down in meditation when I first began and still some days, I have a million, 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 all of us do have a million thoughts just flying in my mind this one said that and that one did this and what do I do here and how do I solve this problem and oh my god I ate that I wasn't supposed to oh my god am I still eating clean I mean the thoughts just race and that can frustrate someone who's just beginning meditation because you're trying to take those thoughts and control them you're not supposed to have the awareness of them just keep letting them pass keep letting them pass just sit there, let them pass. It's going to get really loud before it starts to get a little quieter. It's like imagine, because I love metaphors, when someone does a cannonball into a pool, it first causes a big wave and a lot of waves in the pool, but eventually the pool gets still. It's the same thing with meditation. When you first sit down, you're going to have the thoughts race. But if you can sit with those thoughts for at least 10 to 15 to 20 minutes, eventually you're going to notice there's a higher self, there's an intuition that starts to whisper, not actually whisper, but internally speak back to those thoughts and guide you. And what I started to do is after I would meditate, I would have my notebook and pen ready because I would write down what the calmer, higher self, intuitive parts of me say or think, but most importantly, feel versus going with logic, which is conditional and worldly. And as I like to say, 3D mentality. As manifestors, as co-creators, we need to operate from a different realm. And it does help you with your mental health if you can trust in that realm, if you can trust in your intuition, if you can trust in your higher self to guide you. And people don't know how to connect with their higher self because, hey, if you look at what's going on in the world today, it's it the frequency is low. The chaos is everywhere. It's wild. It's scary. And we all start to panic because there's a lot of bad things going on in the world, a lot, that scare all of us, all of us. If we all sit and think of what's happening, 
I, our problems seem so small to what's actually happening on a greater scale. But in the meantime, until all these things hopefully will resolve over time with love and, and, and everything hopefully will have a peaceful resolution because I believe in the greater good and I believe that at the core of the majority of us, we want a peaceful, loving world. But until then, we have to learn how to trust ourselves. And that really starts with sitting with ourselves and not comparing ourselves to people on the internet. For example, some people could see my social media and think, this girl is a podcaster, she's happy. Yeah, but I'm human too. And some days I do cry myself to sleep. And some days it's it's a big problem and other times it's not a big problem. But it's just human emotions. So I want you guys to go gentle with yourself. Go easy on yourself. Take a walk. Take a shower. Sit in stillness with your thoughts. Let them race. Let them race. Listen to them. But then start paying attention to the internal voice inside of you. And then when you get out of meditation, write it down. And I want you guys to know... All of us, all of us are struggling with something and there's not one person that has it perfect. So the next time you feel alone or that no one understands you, just know you are loved. And I promise there are strangers in this world who are capable of loving you. And if your past is bad, if you just hold on, your future will be brighter. And with that being said, I truly love you guys. You're not alone. And we are all, all learning every single day about this thing called life. And as always, I love you guys. Mwah.